I am no man. Don't worry. She's got help. Don't ever call me doll. Hello and welcome back to the I Am No Man podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to looking at women asterisk in the media. It took three recordings to get me to say this, by the way. <laughs> the first one I said was I Am No Woman. Whoops. The second one I just got tongue-tied. But I am your wonderful host, Sarah Jameson, here uh, as always. And with me is only one of my co-hosts because someone didn't want to read comics, but that's cool. What's up, Mom? Why? <laughs> Because they promote rock and roll music and, and rock and roll music's the devil. I don't know. We are here for our second episode. Ginger is back with us as well. Hello. This is actually also something a little bit more in her wheelhouse. Yes. I, I would say so. <laughs> we'll get to what we're discussing in a hot minute. But I do want to bring up, just even if it's briefly because it, it's relevant to the day that we're recording. So Harvey Weinstein is obviously in trial right now and was just charged charged with more crimes in Los Angeles. There was a news conference today with the Silence Breakers, uh, Rosanna Arquette, Rose McGowan, a few of them. I highly recommend, if you can find it, watching it, especially especially Rosanna Arquette's thing. I, I caught it on my lunch break today, and it's, it's very powerful. It's very raw. I'll give you a content warning that it gets very real. Nice. But it's... It's just I I'm all I'm in amazement of the bravery of these women. Like Rose McGowan, I don't really know what to say at this point because she's literally said she's a she's a Republican. She and like she's been having a week on Twitter that I'm not even at liberty to really d- discuss. She's been having a couple of years on Twitter, I feel. Yeah, <laughs> but Rosanna Arquette, I mean, like this was someone whose career was on the rise with Pulp Fiction and a couple mm-hmm. other things, and then Harvey Weinstein just like literally destroyed her. Yeah. And she was a fantastic actor. She still is. Absolutely. But yeah. That's just something I thought I'd bring up because it's relevant to what we're just, just our podcast mission of lifting women up right. and celebrating women in the media. And that's technically media. It's news media, but hey. Yeah. Did you see how pathetic Harvey looked coming with the in? with the Walker? He's pulling the he's Bill Cosby. He's pulling the Bill Cosby that's defense. That's exactly what my dad was saying. He's we literally pulling it. the Bill Cosby defense. I was yeah. like, I was like, is he gonna walk into the metal detector and say he's blind? I oh mean, my like, gosh, and like he and he had just been at like some big shindig party, looking totally. Funny. Yeah, I know, I know. And then yeah. pulling this bullshit. I also oh. love the irony that the trial started the day after the Golden Globe. It's like, it's yeah. like you couldn't plan better publicity than that. But oh, in Hollywood. But that's not what we're here to talk about tonight. The the podcast format we're going to try and do film comic book tv show and then re- and then repeat we might throw a song or a musical artist or something kesha. else okay <laughs> well kesha gaga Cher, linda ronstadt i've totally. definitely they're all on my brain for this so i like it so tonight we're talking comic books and we are talking about batwoman elegy Ooh. batwoman for those of you who don't know was in the current iteration, she's Kate Kane, but she was originally introduced as Kathy Kane as Batwoman in 1956 during the Silver Age of Comics. 
and was originally attracted to Batman in the comics, not related to him, which is, it seems like very, like, 50s to say that. Are they... I didn't get. They're, how cu- they're, cu- they're cousins, and they, okay. it, it's there's it's not very like in the in this comic it's not like black and white. Right. In her actual like this is kind of like a prequel to her run in DC. That makes sense. And in it the first the origin story. Yes, there. and then in volume one, which is technically volume zero, volume one of her stuff has uh, there's a there's a one shot where Batman is basically tailing her to figure out like like to figure out if his cousin is her so question yeah because i'm a little more familiar with marvel than yeah DC. that's and that's fair yeah. so am i um, it's actually the only dc comic i, have. I was just curious because i don't know if you remember batman not the it's the one with uh batman and robin yeah so that's batgirl that was batgirl and aren't they cousins no, no uh, that was alfred's alfred's niece, niece which that's te- yeah. that was technically for the movie so in the comics Batgirl is Barbara Gordon, Commissioner Gordon's okay, daughter. Okay, was that the girl, that wasn't the girl trying to talk to her at the party. No, that is, uh, <laughs> that's, no, that's Maggie, I can't, uh, Maggie Sawyer who becomes her girlfriend in no, the no, comics. No, 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 there was like a relative of the Oh, no, no, that, that's, no, 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 that's just, um. She's inconsequential? Yeah, she, okay. she's. Sorry, I have lots of questions. No, it's okay, no, it's totally okay. In fact, I've got the comic here, so before we start, if you are. I'll say financially challenged. Poor is a negative connotation to it. Right. And you want to read along with us or pick it up and kind of go back and listen to this. If you have a library card, most public libraries now have this wonderful app that I'm not being paid to advertise. I wish I was. Right. And it's called Hoopla. Hoopla Digital is, is an, it's, it's so amazing. You can get books, CDs, comic books. You can get it's 10 free uh, rentals a month. That's how Ginger was able to read this, because yeah. I, I had the actual uh, paperback, uh, trade paperback. Oh, my God. Okay, so we're talking about... Ah, what's her fucking name? Oh, sorry. No, no, no you're good. <laughs> it's a thing now. <laughs> Bet. Uh, Bet. And I think yeah. Bet is... She might actually be a sidekick in the next book. I can't remember. Okay. I figured she would be important if they made a big deal out of having her in there. Yes, but... yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So... There's not a whole lot like with Batwoman before the Kate Kane era. I mean, she's in the comics, but there's nothing of consequence, at least on the Wikipedia page, when I where I go for most of my research. But post Infinite Crisis, which is a sequel to Crisis on an Infinite Earth, which is currently airing right now on the CW among the DC Universe shows, and that's where literally every world is being threatened. So this is just like another version of that. The DC Universe like reset in 2005 after this. So Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman were all gone. So each of those had someone different taking up the mantle. And Kate Kane in this took up Batman's mantle. She's revamped. She's a lesbianist. Is this the one that Ruby Rose is Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll get Sorry, to that. No, 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 no. You're, you're fine. You're fine. I'm just glad we don't got to talk about the soup for the pretty dress tonight. <laughs> Which your drag mother just dragged you last I night. Know. I was sort of like, so we were talking, so quick little sidebar before we go to, yeah. into talking about the comic and the story and everything. From Lord of the Rings. We had, Ginger had posted this thing for like a gender neutral, and I do like this, a gender neutral thing for like a bridesmaids or groomsmen, it's the Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. I thought it was cute. And Ginger's (laughs) drag mother, Mona Chase, said, you don't even like Lord of the Rings. She's just bitter because she's the one that has been trying to get me to watch those movies. And and has failed every time because I've literally been snoring on the couch within 20 minutes. Yeah, so... (laughs) 
So I commented, hey, hey, she did a podcast on this. <laughs> and then Mona, without missing a beat, goes, yeah, where she says, oh, she made some bad soup. That was, like, the main takeaway I did take. Away. I mean, you brought it up. We all <laughs> forgot about Eowyn's very poor cooking skills. That was, like, my favorite part of yes. it. Yes. Well. I'm a fat kid, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, when Kate Kane comes back, she's a lesbian. She's Bruce Wayne's cousin in this. She's very openly gay. Like, g- 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 like Which I really appreciate. It's, it's refresh. It it's so refreshing. Yes. Especially, like. Okay, you haven't seen the new Star Wars yet, have you? Not yet. Then I'm not saying this thing yet. So we're gonna, I'll, 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 I'll backtrack to something else then. In a world where a lot of our LGBTQ plus I, 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 plus, holy fuck, uh, content is relegated to like point three seconds, like LeFou right. dancing with a with a guy in uh, in Beauty and the Beast, yeah. which I brought up on Sulu like. Happen to have like they show his family for like a second. Yeah, in Star Trek Beyond, right? And it's just it's very refreshing to have a character be unapologetically who they are. Right. I mean, I say this to you on my second day of work at the new job, where I had a full face of makeup on and a bralette and my the clothes that I feel comfortable wearing. So it's Mm -hmm. it's refreshing to see those kind of messages in. Like a medium like comic books with a title that DC what came from with Which, you know, tends to be a dude bro thing. A it bit. really, yeah. it really is. So I really love that Kate's very forward thinking. She's human and prone to error as well. Yeah. Which uh, we talk about a lot about when we actually get to the comic itself. So she's at- kind of like a soft butch though. She really is. Because she does she does have an eye every time. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got that that nice liner that's yes. <laughs> and then and then there's scenes like the party scene where yeah. she shows up in a full tux. Yeah. But and I love that that's that part was out of total spite to her stepmother. Uh-huh. I live for queers who are like legitimately. But you could tell that she would be comfortable either way. Like Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So this book I should also mention, it's it's written by Greg Rucka. Uh J. H. Williams the third is who did the art on it. Which is gorgeous. The, let's start by talking about that before we even get any any, any further in. The yeah. art on this is just, I mean, it is like, it's fully real. And I love yeah. like the artistic choices that they make with like the chapter intros. Yes. The, like where it's like literally like you have like what part of it is, but like the comics playing out and you can, it, like the whole page is an event. It's a, it's, yes. it's a literal splash page is what and, it is. And what's cool about that Hoopla app that we're not being you know, paid to advertise. I mean, um, hit me up. I will definitely throw, sure. throw some coin my way. Bitches got bills. Yes, we will ruin Michelle a Hoopla ad any day of the week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, girl, you know I love me some Hoopla. Right. But what's cool about that app was that it kind of like would like it would show you the whole the whole picture. And you can go panel and, by panel. Well, it would do it on itself. Yeah. It would, then the next you could see, okay, there's this one. And it kind of helped me Keep your interest. Since I'm not, well, no, not since I'm, I'm, that was like my first comic that I read again in the head. Yay. It was really fun. But it helped me to like be able to follow it a little bit. Easier, right. Which was cool. Right. Yeah. Right. So with the actual comic itself, I love also, I mean, like if you couldn't get gayer and more lesbian, <laughs> what's more gay or lesbian in your comic than having your intro before the comic even starts by fucking Rachel Maddow? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, okay, these are my people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My What's funny is, like, my parents like Rachel, but they don't, like, hurt the style of her show. They think she's too loud. Oh, and I'm like, Lord. guys. I'm like, she's a shady gay like the rest of us. They, 
clearly haven't watched uh, what's his name the the gay frog man. Oh God, <laughs> that guy's loud. Yeah. Oh, uh, Alex Jones. There it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still remember from the uh, drag queen story time one with Sochi Mochi where he was just like <laughs> like almost exploding. Yes. Which, hey, I'm just happy he has to face, he has, he's, they're starting to hit him with for charges for this Sandy Hook case, so. Which, thank God. Which, thank and God. Plus, he, he's finally kind of admitted that, you know, he's, he's it, it, shit. It's an act. It's <laughs> yeah. all an act. What I love is that this story is Batwoman establishing herself in Gotham City in the shadow of Batman, but also kind of trying to become her heroine. At oh. the very, yeah. Go, go ahead. I'm she's sorry. not gonna do heroin. She's no gonna heroin. <laughs> heroin with an e. Yes. Heroin, not like heroin chic. <laughs> Whatever uh, detox is. <laughs> heroin. Heroin. Yeah. Available at the clinic. <laughs> okay, so I love that. Like we start in the middle of the action. Yeah, here. they throw you right in. They throw you right in with no backstory, and I think it works in her favor to kind of like get us on her side. Well, and I think it just it really establishes. You know, the mood right away. Like, yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that we get uh, after Rachel Maddow's like, uh, intro, which does play in, honestly, to the book in a, in a little bit. She talks a little bit about Don't Ask, Don't Tell as well and everything. But I love that they, they do set the scene here where it talks about, like, there was a year not so very long past where the world turned its eyes, turned without the eyes of its three greatest superheroes, stepping back for their roles. It was in Gotham City that the symbol of the red bat was first truly noted as Batwoman. Though some have speculated that both its wearer, it and its wearer have been there for quite some time already. And then we jump down and it talks about, at the end of this year, the Batwoman fell captured by a cult devoted to evil, a cult that saw in her the fulfillment of its dark destiny. It was the hand of this cult's leader, the, the high madam of the religion of crime, that drove a knife into the heart of Batwoman. She should have died. She nearly did. But it, it, instead, it was the high madam who fell and the Batwoman who survived. But a wound to the heart is not one easily healed. It has been a long road back. Now the Batwoman hears whispers in the night. A new high madam is coming to Gotham. The Batwoman is looking forward to meeting her. I love that that is like, it's literally That's like, all you get. Yeah. it's literally like, we're, we're throwing into the action. Like, here's like a little bit. But I love that. Yeah. I really love that you get the hints of what this is before we ever meet Alice. And we'll get to Alice in a minute because I, I like, I, don't get me wrong. I love my rogues gallery. I love the Joker. I love the Riddler. I love Poison Ivy. Yeah. Alice is a bad bitch. Yes. Is a bad, bad bitch. I love that we start off with her getting answers about the religion of crime. And then... Within the first chapter, we meet Alice, and I love the distinction because she's crazy. Alice is nuts. Yeah. She speaks like literally like a Lewis Carroll character, and I love that there's a difference in the speech bubbles between yes. that woman and like this high English. Oh yes, like I love, I loved that. Well, and even just like the way their style, like. Mm -hmm. Batwoman's very dark and brooding. And she's got and pale she, white face. Yeah, she's very, yeah. Queen Amidala. Ethereal, some, sort some, of. Some Queen Amidala. Yes, realness. I kind of thought that too. See? Yeah. But, I mean, the story as a whole is just so perfect. Like like, like I've it said is. already, great artwork, great progression of the story. I mean, I kind of only like sum this up t in, in little bits, but like there's a, there's a lot. Because you need to read it. You really, you really do. I mean, we're going to, I'm going to put a spoiler alert on something in, in a few minutes, but like, yes. there's some great things in there. Like, okay, this the spoiler alert will come from here because there are some really cool art panels that you have to see. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a fight at one point between Batwoman and Alice where Alice has a fucking razor blade in her mouth right? and yes. slashes Batwoman's cheek. I was like, yes. what the fuck is happening? You also get like, 
a formation of Batwoman's universe. We, you get her father, Jacob Kane, who's a, a colonel, who's basically kind of like her Alfred a little bit, kind of helps yeah, her out with that. Yeah, sort of. And there's like hints to a bunch of other things. You see that she that Kate has a girlfriend that breaks up with her within like the first ten pages. Yeah, because I mean, I I see where the all the the girlfriend was kind of slut shaming. I know. I was like, this is. I was like, I was like, this is this was probably good for 2010, but for 2020, this is kind of an issue. But I mean, maybe we don't want to like her. She's gonna be all slut shamey. So no, we want to like Maggie Sawyer. Who and Maggie Sawyer like cute little lesbian too like i i mega hot mega hot i mean we the story kind of progresses where it's basically a back and forth between her and alice alice ends up kidnapping her dad right and this is the big spoiler alert for it so like by the end of the like halfway point of the book we find out that alice is kate's supposedly dead sister beth Right. Which well, I yeah. I didn't know when I when I first read this. So I picked this up last year in 2019 when they announced the Batwoman uh, TV show. Right. And like someone had uh, a very good friend of mine from the Brotherhood of Batman podcast, which is actually who I use for my bookmark for this, <laughs> recommended it to me and said that there's a really good twist in Elegy that you're not going to believe until you read it. And I said, well, what is it? And they said, I can't tell you, obviously. Right. So I pick it up and I'm like, okay, it's good. Once I get, once I get to that twist, because literally like they're fighting on a plane because Alice's major plan is to dump some chemical on Gotham. Right. And... They're fighting, and Alice is slipping off the plane, and Batwoman's trying to save her before she even knows anything. Right. And Alice is letting go and says, you have our father's eyes, and is just falling through the sky. It's like the ultimate fuck you, though. And, like, <laughs> and like see, like, you can't see her eyes because Batwoman's in the cowl. Right. But she's, like, shocked. Mm-hmm. Gooped, gagged, the whole thing. Press like a panini. Right, and lucky she got a blood sample so yeah. she could verify. Which I do, which I really do like that we have like it, the art style shifts in this because we have a lot of flashbacks in the yes. Beth and Kate in this. But I love that th- they weave through these flashbacks and there's still like Kate, like Batwoman giving this sam this blood sample. You're like you're trying to confirm this. It's like it's almost like you're in her head and like. Your, things are like rushing to the surface. Right. Like she's trying to confirm that Beth, that Alice is Beth and we're like flashing back to everything. And you're finding out, you know, what happened with her mother and all, yeah. and all this stuff. I, lo- I love, like, I, I love like the back and forth of like how they were like, like mis- mischievous little shits who were like mm-hmm. switching classes with each other. It's so wholesome. Yes. And I love that we have a jump with everything. We start with Beth and Kate and then we get to Beth, uh, to them being kidnapped and Jacob rescuing her, but not, but no one else. Kate's time at West Point, where, yes. and that's probably like, there's a lot of great, like, single issues in this trade paperback. Yes, it, it, it almost felt like a collection. Yeah, and well, that's what a trade paperback is. Oh, I don't is, know. Darling. Well, it's, it's <laughs> like, it, one is, it's like, it's a bunch of issues. Like, the, that are in this lovely, fabulous right. book okay, that, that I'm makes holding sense. My, in my hot little hands. That makes sense. So, but <laughs> that issue at West Point, where she has a girlfriend, and she's called into the commandant's office, where he basically says, were you, were you basically gay? Yeah, like, well, there's been a report, yeah. and 
he was trying to get her to kind of be like, just, you know, kind of walk around it, be a little more careful next time, I'm going to look the other way kind but, of thing. Yeah, that's more of what I... Yeah. I can't words right now. Oh, you're fine. Oh, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> so you talking a lot more than last time. But yeah. You, but, you, but you did the research. Exactly. Mom, see? You should have came, but hey. I think you would have liked this, Mom. I really do. Lesbians. Because lesbians. Because lesbianists. Lesbians. Yeah. So... I really do like this issue a lot because Kate refuses to apologize for who she is. Yes. And, and I think that's, it's, it's like we've talked about the fact that like, it's so refreshing to be that openly queer. Yeah. Cause like literally that was everything she had worked for her entire life and it was immediately gone just it, because. It, it, just because. And, and just, like, yeah, she didn't want to. And, like, and like they even talk about in that issue in the very beginning, like she's showing off her class, her class ring, which yes. for those army navy types, that's like a big point of pride. Mm-hmm. It's a big brat. And she thing. was, you know, top of her class and, and everything. She just like the perfect, the moderate, the mo- the model of a major modern general, wherever the fuck Gilbert Sullivan line it is. Right. I am the very model of a mate of a modern major general. There we go. I don't Yikes. know. <laughs> yeah, Yikes being in deep, right? So, yeah. I really also love the art style being different for each, almost for each flashback. It, it goes, like, very, like, like, kind of almost, like, 50s for the kid, for the kid parts. Yeah. Like, like, like this. Like, like, it's very, like, 50s Block for panels. that. And, yeah. and then it grows a little bit with, uh, with what we we're talking about with the West Point stuff. And then we jump further even more and we get to talk with her, uh, she talks with her dad about it, and I love this. Like, you'd think, like, a military man like Jacob Kane would be upset that she didn't, that she didn't, finish, that yeah. she didn't finish. But the fact, like, there's this line, actually just opened to, to it perfectly. He said, uh, then you kept your honor and your integrity. I'm proud of you. Your mother would have been, too. But I gotta ask you, Kate, what the hell did he say? Oh, what are you gonna do now? And then, like, we, we kind of flash forward a lot with this. We get to meet Renee Montoya, who's one of her girlfriends in this. Okay. That's the past girlfriend. And she's actually going to be in the Harley Quinn movie that comes out next oh. month in February, uh, played by Rosie Perez. Oh! Why are you so stupid, stupid? <laughs> I love Rosie I love... Perez. How can you not love Rosie Perez? I still... She has one of the best drag race critiques to me in all of the entire series. <laughs> Miss Juju B, you give good mouth, mama. <laughs> I love it. I love Rosie Perez. She's, I love it. She's just a good time gal. And then I love that, like, as we're building up her becoming Batwoman is when Kate confronts her dad. Yeah, And it's not fun times at all. Like, well, that I seems mean, to be, like, a theme in most of these because like, I just finished yeah. watching all the MCU movies and everything. Yeah. And it's, a lot of times, it's the older generation falling from grace a little bit in mm-hmm. their in their kids' minds. I mean, know? look at, like, look at, like... Like, uh, Tony Stark's dad. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, that, and, like, even look like, look at, like, you know, things that were built on a lie. Look at, like, in Civil War between Cap and Tony, mm-hmm. when, when we find out that Re- that um, Winter Soldier killed his parents. Right. Yeah, just a lot of, like, and even, like, um, what am I trying to think of? Mm-hmm. Even in uh, Black Panther. Yeah, oh, that is probably the best example. Yeah, like, you know. Because that, that's a relative. And because everything. everything's built on a lie, really. Yeah. And, like, especially with, uh, in, uh, not in Jobu. Maybe it wasn't Jobu. Killmonger. 
Yeah. When when that when he just like confronts his ancestors, his father and his ancestors on the on the ancestral plane. That's actually my favorite scene in the whole movie. Is is because like he literally just like screaming, him screaming, "All of you are wrong." I'm like, just yeah. Like don't get me wrong, action amazing, but like, it was a great story. Yeah. For sure. And this was a great story as well. And I love, like, at the very end, I just want to make sure that I'm saying it right before I be- before I put my foot forward. But yeah, Dad's got some splaining to do. He do. Because Dad knew that. And he knew. And he decided to just sweep it under the rug. And right. and when and what's funny is on when you go back and reread this, there's things that, like, Alice is hinting to with Jacob when he's captured mm-hmm. that you're like, ah, you know. Yeah. He's a bad guy. But I love that the last panel, or the last page is, a three, is three panels. Mm-hmm. It's Jacob in disgrace. It's Batwoman yeah. in the rain trying to process it. And this, I'm just going to tell you this, because if you want to read, you can get him off my hoopla as well. Yeah. Uh, she's alive. Oh. She's alive. Yeah, Alice I'm is glad. Spoiled. Yeah. Alice becomes part of the, uh, a, a real big part of Batwoman's run. I will say that before we get to, like, does it pass the Bechdel test and mm-hmm. everything else. Batwoman's run in this run, because they reboot her in, I think, 2017. Her run in the, in the comics that we have here is good and bad. Volumes, it was a six-volume run, seven-volume run. Volumes one through four are great. And then what happened was the creative team changed, and the last two volumes, Aww. not so good. That's never fun. Yeah, so, but the real question, since Mom's not here to ask it, and explain it in her very college way. In her very, I paid $30,000 for this degree way. Sorry, Kelsey. You. This you, is what you get when you're not here. You, you, <laughs> it, well, just watch. When this episode goes up, I'm going to have like a million messages in the group message being like, yeah. I don't read comics. You all know what it means. You could just tell them. So, <laughs> so does it pass? She does have a ghost in, uh, she's a ghost in the house, by the way. So I can, I can understand not to be confused no. <laughs> still bad because Cosby still bad because Cosby I still can't believe you said that Eddie Murphy that his agent said Eddie Murphy was a Hollywood slave I'm like motherfucker shut up yeah no okay so if you're tuning in from uh for, for the first time which why go back and watch or listen to episode one mm-hmm. we talk about the Bechdel test which where it's basically two women in a scene together. In a scene together, or in a, I guess in panels together in this. <laughs> of consequence, we're talking about non-boy things. Or I would even go so far with this as to say non-lovey like things. like non, Right, non-romantic partners. Yeah, there we go. Well, okay. That's a bit more fluid. Yes. And the question is, does this pass the test? And I would say yes. Oh, Multiple absolutely. times. Pretty yes. much. Kate talking, to, Kate talking to Alice, that's already won. Yeah, In a big totally. way. Um, her talking with her talks with her stepmother and her cousin. Right. That's also that that passes the test as well. We get some lesbian things. It's not Kate's sole focus though. She's not like right. She's not like clam happy. I guess is the best way to describe right. it. <laughs> but it's definitely I I love this and I forgot to say last time we're going to start doing this now in, in terms of if we recommend this like for. <clears throat> Feminist leaning and feminist celebrating people. Right. Like, something to... How much are you going to have to stomach in order to like Lo- something? <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Is, Lord of the, well, considering that you still haven't made it through Lord of the Rings, I'd say it's going to be a little bit of a struggle. That's, that's this, a negative thing. this is a very open, like, LG is very open, not even just for women's issues. It's just, it's a very easy comic to jump into. Ginger said. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Ginger told me she finished it in one night. Yeah, I did it in one night, yeah. 
And I was, and I didn't think I would because it's hundred pages. She goes, "You didn't tell me it was a hundred pages." I mean, myself, it's it's not like you're. It's not like there's words on every page. True, true. Like that's what makes comic books. Like I can read, I can knock this out in a night easily. So yeah, but I recommend it for sure. Absolutely recommend it. So legacy in terms of Batwoman, she is consistently cited. Kate Kane is consistently cited as one of the best queer superheroes. Running, I mean, that makes sense. Even <laughs> in the reboot in 2017, she's still gay. Good. So, uh, keep I, it gay. <laughs> keep, keep it, no, I can't do the high one because that's gay boys. We're talking about lesbians. So, <laughs> keep it gay. Keep it gay. <laughs> keep it gay. Shirley Moskowitz, last yes. and least. Oh, God bless Mel Brooks. I love Mel Brooks. Mm-hmm. I, quick little sidebar before I go into the rest of the legacy. We saw producers when it was at the Muni, my parents yeah. and I. And they were laughing so hard during springtime for Hitler, I thought we were going to get thrown out. <laughs> like, it was like like Roger Rabbit, like the weasels dying laughing. That's how hard they were laughing. That's I was great. like, what's going on here? <laughs> I mean, I was laughing too, but like, oh my God, people were staring at us. But elements of Elegy have been adapted for the first season of Batwoman on the CW. And, okay, so it's not a full adaptation of this. We get... Batwoman, we get Alice, we get Jacob. We get a stepmother, but it's not this stepmother. Gotcha. It's it's still very good. I've watched all of, all of the first season to 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 date. It's probably it's one of the only DC shows that I watch. I'm four seasons behind on Flash. The network casting call was specifically looking for an out lesbian actress, which I thought was great. Yeah. I mean, they cast Ruby Rose, which here's the thing. She's like the second coming of Shane, so. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I you understand that reference. Right. I've only watched one episode of The L Word, but I understand that reference. Oh, you gotta watch The L Word. Well, I'm just gonna ask this as well because you're gonna because everyone on Twitter and Facebook agreed, so I'll let you dive in as well. Does Jenny get any less annoying? No, she gets worse. Oh my god, she gets so much worse. And this is, uh, like I was one episode in, and I'm like, I hate you. Already, oh, it's by, not even like 10 By the end of it, you're just like, can yeah. I murder her? <laughs> yeah, I love that you said that she's the second coming of Shane. That's a great reference. Yep. I mean, like, Ruby Rose is gender fluid. Like, I, I understand that, like, people, like, drool over her. Uh, my friend Skylar, who I don't know if she's listening to this or not, does. Hi, Skylar. Not the one that you're thinking of. I know she doesn't listen to this. Um, but, ooh, yeah, I'm just I'm not saying anything. Good, good, because I'm already in enough hot water anyway, so. Yeah. But I don't really give a fuck. Um, Ruby Rose is still, she's gender fluid, but she presents as female for the most part. Like, very, right. like, butch female. And I still think she does a fantastic job with Kate Kane. I was very nervous with this. The trailer that they released for this, like, hit us over the head with, Hey, I'm a woman. Women can do, women can do things too, and I'm like, you guys are kind of missing the point of right. what Batwoman is. And it took a couple episodes to get going, but it's still very, very, very good. And the series itself has been a success. They got a second season greenlit. Yeah, I'm, I want to check it out for sure. It's very good. Uh, what kills me though is that it got review bombed by the Butthurt fanboys because, of course, lesbians, women. Women can't be strong. Bitch, don't talk to me about that shit. I like that vine, though. I'm an adult virgin. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I can't speak but yeah, about them, but... <laughs> I love that. I really do. 
And like I was saying earlier, Batwoman had uh, the sixth volume arc in the comics, and then in the, there was the Rebirth era where they relaunched a bunch of people. They relaunched Batman, Wonder Woman, I think Superman and the Flash as well. I mean, Batwoman got a really good arc. She's and what's funny is Alfred's niece in this one, who's <laughs> a, who's of color no less in this. Yay! I think is her girlfriend in this. Oh! I need to. I haven't read the Rebirth ones because I'm kind of partial to my Kate Kane like this. Right. But I'm. But they're on. It's on my list of things to read this year for sure. Cool. And it's that's what I love, and that's it. End of list. I love Batwoman. End of list. Uh, it's she's <laughs> definitely she's cosplay goals. If I could figure out a way to like make oh, it, yeah. make, if I could figure out a number for her. For Sage, it happened. I'll think on it. I'll get back to you on that. I could definitely... Ooh. I'm here for it. So, uh, that's it for us tonight. Uh, next time that we're here, we're going to be joined back by Kelsey. She's not cutting out on this next one. And I think we're going to be joined by Miss Rachel Sunshine. Ooh. Uh, we're going to be talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because that was a comic too, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So why you like that, Mom? <laughs> and, okay, technically it became a comic after the show ended, oh, but, but still, I could easily make us read a comic, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so the episode that we're going to be discussing is from season one. It's called Out of Mind, Out of Sight. Uh, more lesbianic things are in there because Clay Duvall is guest is uh, guest starring on that episode, which I love. I love that. And we're going to be examining the one, the only, the very bitchy, the what is your uh, childhood trauma herself, Miss Cordelia Chase, Yay. played by Charisma Carpenter. So I'm very I'm excited to talk with people about that as well. And then we're, we've got a lot going on in terms of like what we have coming next. But I definitely would like to hear from you all. On my fight, on my Instagram, which I still need to promote the podcast on, but also you can d- hit us up if you want to hear us discussing things as well. Because yeah, what, I've got ideas, but I those ideas are very open to change. What specifically do you want to hear us or talk if you're, about? Or if you're Sam, what specifically do you want to hear us talking about? Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, <laughs> I made that re- I made that reference the other way because I was filing a petition that was for Pacific, Missouri. I said, "Ooh, this is real specific," and they go, "No, it's just a normal petition." I go. I go, you need to understand my humor. So you can find me on Instagram at Helena Double underscore handbag, Ginger under her dog's Instagram at Reg- Regina, Regina the, the Pibble, P-I-B-B-L-E. Kelsey's under Kelsifurious. And that's pretty much it for us tonight, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace. I am woman, hear me roar in numbers too big to ignore. And I know too much to go back and pretend. Cause I've heard it all before And I've been down there on